All right, good morning. And thank you for joining me on another day as we build on the Harmony series. Today, we're going to we're going to talk a little bit about like the butterfly effect. When we talk about like form, how things form and the technique of form in general. For a lot of us we we are told about the impact that little things make, but sometimes we're not, the, the logistics aren't communicated. Um, so today we're gonna build on a little bit of that, um, adding a little bit from um, my book, Interior Designer, uh, on the chapter of form, right? So that's chapter three. Um, and then how, how things are formed and then um, from there, the patterns that are created. So as usual, we start with inviting ourselves into our body. We take a couple breaths here. So I invite you all to begin to relax into yourselves on this beautiful Friday morning. And we're going to take this first inhale here through the nose. Feel free to relax the shoulders, create a space where you're chest has this open space. It's like all, almost like an open window. We're going to inhale through the nose and invite ourselves into our body, following the breath into the body, beginning to fill the space within and then softly exhaling when you're ready. Inhaling again here, just noticing where your nervous system is, really just returning to yourself, noticing how easy or hard this transition is, if there's any resistance, or if it's smooth and as simple as drinking water when you're thirsty, Inhaling, softening the eyes, softening the ears. Feel free to smile. And then softly exhaling here. Beautiful. One more inhale. Through the nose. Notice where your mind went and invite it back in, into your body, leaning back slightly. Again, we're softening any muscles that might have tensed up in the process. And exhaling when you're ready. Beautiful. So we're going to talk a little bit about form today in harmony, how things, because what happens with our life is we get into these flows, right? We get into this flow state where something's working really well, or we find ourselves 
um, taking a nosedive sometimes where things are really challenging. And like, you'll hear somebody say something like, you know, I've had so much bad luck lately, or I'm on a roll here and I'm feeling really successful. And what's really happening is, is that we get into this flow state. And when we get into these flow states, there's consistency that's happening. There's a pattern that has been integrated that is making this consistent. So when it's positive, we get really excited. There's a flow there and we channel in the flow and we're able to embrace the flow. But sometimes when it's something that we're not so pleased with or there's a negative connected to it, some the same kind of energy is channeled in the way that we're like, we're trying to stop the flow and we're wondering like, what is going on here? So we're gonna tap a little bit into that and how, how these things are built. Um, we're going to go into the interior design just a little bit here. So when we talk about form in interior design, form follows function, right? So there has to be a functionality aspect. Now, function doesn't care if it's positive or negative. It's just about functioning, functioning, right? It's functioning and existing in a certain way. So, but form in itself is like a shape. I'm gonna just shut the door, give me a second. Okay, so form is a shape, right? So back to the beginning of interior design, you have a space, then there are lines, right? So we take these lines and we build a form with these lines. Now this form is a shape, right? So in our life, everything is about building shapes, right? We build shapes, we build boundaries around things. So if you think about, a really easy one to think about was if we're going to form a circle. So if you stand up, and you, and you start circling your hand, right? Like just like almost like allowing your hand to kind of go in its natural, natural circular shape, motion. And you just keep on circling. What starts happening is there's this feeling of flow and connection. It's almost like, like a windmill, right? there's this power and flow that happens. And if you think about like everything that ends up connecting to that, right? If you're standing there long enough, it's not that you're only connecting with yourself. There's, you've generated an energy. You've generated an energy that is not only affecting you, but is affecting everything around you. Like a ripple effect, it just, it vibrates and it and it and it travels with our energy in general this is what happens everything that we are designing in our life 
starting with a thought is creating some kind of shape. So even if you take a triangle, for example, if you're going to start tracing that triangle, just notice the energy that starts to connect to the flow of that. Back to interior design, what we've talked about what we've talked about this week was that if something's designed well, there's this kind of automatic communication of how the room in itself functions. Like you can you can almost understand where things are. And for a lot of us, we get really frustrated that the world doesn't understand us. And we're using a lot of words, a lot of words to try to communicate. But the thing that we struggle with is emotionally communicating that when we realize that words are just one part of our sensory like our sensory experience when we it's body language as well so our bodies will communicate things as well and when we want something if we're not aligned within ourselves if we haven't taken the time to create the form if we're feeling tense and we're like i want something very specific but the body is communicating something else there's a difficulty in being able to receive or explore whatever that nurturing is that we need we have to realize that everything starts with us it's like the butterfly effect everything starts with us the world is birthed through us the bracha that comes through the world comes through us and it's so important to take the time to align the body to make sure that we are in a space where we are feeling what we want to feel in the sense that if we want to feel a sense of abundance or a sense of feeling nurtured and loved it starts with us coming back to the circular motion it almost turns into this melodic experience as we flow through that circle just that one shape there's almost this music that shows up with it there's this enchantment and a flow and this happens with more rigid shapes and then more flowy shapes it all depends on what we're designing in our day for a lot of us we try to create this external aesthetic thinking that by doing that we will be happy not realizing that everything starts from within everything starts from within and the power of what we're forming will bear its own fruits sometimes we wonder 
why things show up in our life. Sometimes we wonder why we struggle with certain things. And for a lot of us, we'll feel this sense of challenge and we'll feel like life is so complicating and we'll feel like the challenge we're in is so frustrating and how we're going to get out of it. And for a lot of us, we'll be doing that in our head. Our mind will try to problem solve while our body feels this chaos. And it's almost like creating this, like a tornado within us going back to the shape, which is being communicated into the world as chaos. But if we step into the world and into our challenges or into the day, if it's positive or it's negative, and we, the first thing we do is we trust, trusting that we are in a world that we did not create, but we are here to discover, right? Hashem created everything. The truth exists within the world. There is nothing new that's going to show up. But this world is here to support us. And we're here to discover really, really great things. So trusting that we will see what we need to see in the day. So trusting that there's a collaboration of sorts. The moment we feel alone, the first thing we have to ask ourselves is, are we living in our heads? How are our own communication channels? And is there anything like with exercise, have we done anything to exercise the sense of trust today? Have we built that muscle of trust, of bitachon? Have we taken the time to connect, right? Because that loneliness will reflect on us too. As in, we even the thought in, on its own will isolate us and isolate anything from reaching out or connecting. So when we talk, when we come back to form, it kind of just blocks us off because we've created a shape that's more of a blockage rather than this openness and flow. Like every single day, when we have to prepare our food, when we prepare something that we eat, we have to take the time to think about what we're going to eat. Then we have to shop or grow some of our own food, chop it up, cook it, sit down and eat it. When it comes to our own experiences and our shape, just like with interior design, on a daily basis, we have to ask ourselves, what do I want to experience today? The world around us creates a lot of exciting and dramatic experiences, which are like an interior design. Um, you can hire a designer or even buy an entire room. And it'll show up and just exist within your space. And then you'll adapt towards it which is one way of living. 
But if we're looking for ultimate contentment and ultimate happiness, we need to start by asking ourselves and really engaging ourselves. It's not all going to show up at, the, at once. We're not going to know ourselves completely all at the same time. And as time moves on, things might shift. As we build, you know, for a lot of us, we go, we, we, we begin by being young and single. Some of us get married. Some of us have children. Some of us live our younger lives really healthy. Some of us experience an illness or a disease. Some of us get divorced. Some of us find ourselves single in spaces or even alone. You can be with around a room or family full of people and still feel that loneliness. You can decide to go back to school, educate yourself, rediscover yourself. There's this constant sense of rediscovery, whereas in the, the design, right, the interior design, the furniture changes. But where we are the most comfortable with those, sh with those shifts are is if we are able to connect with ourselves and really know what our emotional form is, the harmony within. And that constant flow of communication, right back to the butterfly effect, you think, oh, it's just tiny, tiny wings, a couple inches long and wide. They flap a couple times and create this massive effect across the world. For some of us, we feel insignificant. For some of us, we feel really, really great. Depending on what that is for you is taking, taking that seriously, whatever it is. Take, take yourself seriously in the sense that if you're feeling something that you might not be comfortable with, take some time to slow down into your day. Really sit down and readjust. Because a lot of us just say, I have no choice. I have no time. The clock's working against me. I have to pay the bills. My health is not in order. Whatever those things are, ask yourself if you are in charge or the day is in charge of you. Are you serving your interior design or is it somebody else's interior design that you're living within? The best piece of advice I can give you, whenever I find myself struggling with this, right? The demands of what the world around me has to, um, is asking of me. I've gotten better at this now, but in the past it was, it was really, really challenging. I take the time to sit. I just, if I find myself in this chaotic space, I have to break that form realign myself and know that if I just continue, it's like that downward spiral 
that not that nothing good would come of it, but there's possi- there is a possibility that I'm going to have to do damage control when it's de- when I'm done. So rather than going there, if I find myself in a space where I don't have answers or I'm struggling with figuring out the next step and I find that I'm overwhelmed, there's not enough energy, there's not enough time in the day, I have to stop and ask myself, really stop and be like, number one, I'm not in this alone. There's a creator. We are, we are shoot tough him, right? We are partners in this. And I can only do the best I can. So first, reconnecting the partnership and saying, I trust you gave me the energy to do what I can. But more important than doing the task right, doing something right, it's making sure that I'm aligned, that the form is secure, that the form is the is like a foundation. The boundaries are easily communicated because that is almost like the podium, the stage we stand on, and everything stems from there. So if we are very tense, even if you you bake a beautiful cake or serve this beautiful meal, if you are frustrated and overwhelmed within, it doesn't go over well. Not for you and not for the people that you're entertaining. So when we understand at the core of everything, it starts with really like Legos or sticks where putting the form together. We're creating this shape, taking the time to know what those shapes are, what are the patterns that are being built. And if in your life you find that there is something you're not satisfied with, if you're in a space where you are frustrated or you feel like you are going in a direction that you are, you aren't happy with, and there's something new you desire. Just take the time like a, like a, like a food plan. Just take the time to plan. So on a practical level, what you're doing is, is you're going to sit down and say, these are the things I desire. Right? So we'll start with something really simple, detached from something emotionally. I want to drive. Right? So let's say somebody says, I would like to drive a car. The first thing you have to do is get driving lessons, right? Possibly save up money towards getting the driving lessons. You need time out of your day. You need to find that teacher. You go for the test. You're able to then rent, lease, buy a car, fill it with gas, and go on your adventures. There has to be these practical steps that have to be taken to achieve the goal. When we have an emotional goal, 
we have to take that very, very seriously. More seriously than anything physical because the emotional stuff manifests. It's like if I'm not good enough or I'm unlovable, all those things is like the butterfly effect. It's It will confirm itself. I, I, I can't afford anything, right? Or I whatever the, the thought is, right? We confirm those things. And it like the butterfly effect and like that circular motion, it brings everything into it brings everything into that space, into that concept. If we want to make any change from a positive space, think about what it is that you want to make a change in. What is the thing you want to feel? What is the thing you'd like to invite in your life? If that is love, more love. And this doesn't have, you know, just because we have partners and that can, doesn't mean that we can feel loved. So just you really have to kind of come down to the detail. If it's more abundance, if it's health, just really knowing what that is, but taking yourself seriously and not ignoring it. Because for a lot of us, we then go to other people and say, well, tell me what to do. How should I deal with this? What should I do about it? Rather than taking that time to say, for example, from a health perspective, taking a moment to say, to say that I'm healthy. Noticing what health feels like inside of us. I am safe. Noticing the ripple effect of what that feels like. And when we take bigger goals, it's noticing what those are and what the steps are emotionally. For a lot of us, we have the physical, we have this physical stuff down. We'll take a lot of vitamins, we'll go for our walks, we'll have our therapy. We know exactly what our diagnoses are, but we don't know how to connect with ourselves and make our bodies feel safe in relationships, in our abundance, in the beautiful world that Hashem has created, in our mind. So as you move through your day, I want you to notice the butterfly effects I want you to notice if you, what are the things you genuinely desire to change in your life and you want to begin to create that flow, right? The form which creates function, right? Function and form are one that will create this pattern which creates a flow. We daven for the siyata deshmaya that we could do that. But notice it starts from within. It starts with sitting and this is what I do. If I find that I I get into this crazy vortex and there's this tornado that just keeps circling, I stop what I'm doing, possibly take a hot drink, put on a little bit of music, and begin to flow and release within my body, reconnect, and go back to whatever that list is that I'm trying to invite into my life, and reconnect with that. And piece by piece, we begin to move in a very, in a very determined, it's like a determination, but we, we move in the direction we desire. So if you find yourself struggling with, let's say even something like letting go, 
a great thing to ask yourself is, is holding on, is the, is the power of holding on stronger than the power of letting go? Sometimes we're holding on stronger than we are letting go. And this works with anything we're trying to release. And if this is the case, then it's really taking that time to create that flow within where we don't try to like create resistance around holding on. We allow that to be safe. We create safety around it, but then we start building on the letting go. So for a lot of us, we create a lot of stories around the ideas of why we can't do certain things rather than focusing on the things we can do. So just notice the words, the narrative that's created within. This is in the mind and the body. And yeah, and see where it takes you. So thank you so much for joining today. I'll open it up for a quick question or two if anyone has any. We have about five minutes. So if anything needs to be clarified or if anyone wanted to share anything. Hi, Mindy. Thank you. I really needed to hear what you were saying today. Really appreciate it. It's amazing how things come always at the right time. So thank you. Thank you for being that, for being the the shliach for it. Thank you. My pleasure. My pleasure. Could you just capsulize like in 10 words, the butterfly effect? So the butterfly effect is... It's basically, they say when a butterfly flaps his wings, it can create like a hurricane across the world, right? Like, and the concept is, is that, okay, more than 10 words, but everything we, every emotion, right? So think about a butterfly flapping his wings, like, like an emotion that's imprinted within, right? So it's a kind of this feeling of excitement or this feeling of feeling let down, whatever it is, you're feeling the movement within, it, it ends up impacting on a larger scale. So for some of us, when we feel something, we don't take a, a moment to console it or embrace it within. And then it just starts to create this tornado within within. Like, so, so it's just, it's, it's an emotion and a thought. So for everyone, it can start in a different place or something can be more dominant. For some people, it's the thought that ripples the emotions. And for some people, it's the emotion that ripples into the thoughts. So just noticing, starting to begin to notice where that enters. And as soon as you feel that, it's knowing what your soothing mechanism is. What is the thing that helps you stop that chaos from happening? Or when you have a great flow, what can help you succeed and not, I guess, not stop yourself? Is that, how does that sound? That's beautiful. Thank you. My pleasure. I missed the little part, and but I got most of the end. Amazing. And it was... Um, it might me to slow down. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll share the link. Um, it's recorded, so I'll share the link, and um, and everyone will have it. 
Have a good Shabbos. Okay. Thank have you. Have a Shabbos. wonderful Shabbos, and I'll see you all soon. All right. Enjoy. Thank you. Bye.